while having an intense argument or in the throes of passion with your current partner, have you accidentally called out your ex-girlfriend or boyfriend's name? If yes, I'm sure the embarrassment you experienced hasn't been forgotten. Hello everyone and welcome to Clarity, a podcast series designed to create a safe space for conversations and reflections. I'm your host Janvi Gurja, a curious people observer, an executive coach and co-founder of Vital Signs Advisory. In today's episode, I would like to share about my clumsy faux pas and hope that you reminisce about your oops moments with a dash of humor as you live your lives with a little less regret. According to the world-renowned Austrian neurologist Sigmund Freud, at the most unexpected time and place, our unconscious mind suddenly bubbles up with hidden content to cause slip-ups of the tongue that more often than not is ill-timed and inappropriate. This is known as a Freudian slip, or popularly called the slip of the tongue. Well, the slip of the tongue happens when a person is speaking and suddenly a word they did not intend to say aloud accidentally slips out. For example, while praising your wife's cooking, you may say, Wow, mom, the cake is delicious as always. Or while whispering sweet nothings to Matt, you say, Mark, honey, I love you. Freud believed that these slips of the tongue reveal a person's innermost thoughts and feelings that often remain repressed. But due to a sudden, unexpected impulse, the very same thoughts get short-circuited and display themselves aloud in the form of awkward noises and words. I recall one such incident that happened to me some years ago. I had an extremely difficult boss. She was the epitome of a vampire and I hated her. She had mastered the most innovative techniques of mental torture and I was convinced that her name would be immortalized in history for cruelty. But as she was my boss and I needed the job, I had no choice but to suck it up to her and play nice. It was a hot muggy afternoon one May and I was generally not in a great mood. The entire team was sitting together in a cramped meeting room and my boss was at her meanest best. Everyone called her as CB because that was the short form for her name, but I had my own interpretation for CB. During that meeting, we were all asked to listen to the sales pitch by a new vendor who was with us on a conference call. Imagine the scenario, six of us including CB in a tiny meeting room, huddled together in a loose circle, peering over the audio speaker to listen to the IT vendor. Loads of questions, thoughts and ideas were being exchanged only between CB and the voice on the other side of the phone. None of us were allowed to speak until CB gave us permission to speak. So while there was a lot of energy to learn, there was also simultaneously irritation operating in the humidity of that meeting room. Towards the close of that meeting, CB turned around to me and asked me to list out the names and email IDs of all the members in the room to the IT vendor so that he could share his proposal with us. And as luck would have it, I unflinchingly said crazy.bitch at xyzindia.com And that for you, my listeners, is the long form of C.B, crazy bitch. Suddenly, there was silence in the room, followed by cold staring. Boss lady looked at me, thumped her fist hard on the table and stormed out of the room. My colleagues immediately cheered me and hoisted me as a brave hero. But one year later, I was attending a new hire onboarding program in another company. 
Like they say, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So I leave you to imagine the events that I experienced between the fateful Freudian slip and gaining a new identity in another company. Hey listeners, feel free to sympathize with me because I could still use it. I'm sure that most of you may have experienced such near-tragic Freudian slips at some point or another. But do you know why these unwelcome ambushes occur? Well, to explain this in a little simpler way, let me use the metaphor of an iceberg to interpret the three levels of the human mind as presented by Freud, correlating to the levels of awareness that we display in our behaviours and thoughts. The first level is the pre-conscious mind, and this consists of anything that could be potentially brought into focus, such as the excitement of meeting an old friend after a long time. The second level is the conscious mind. Here, there are a lot of thoughts, memories and feelings which we are very aware at that given point in time, such as positive associations of joy or laughter or happy memories about meeting the old friend. Let me remind you, until this level, all of us are both rational and aware. But suddenly when the happy memories quickly get hijacked with some past incident with the same friend that has a bitter aftertaste, the unconscious mind sabotages or overtakes all rationality and amplifies unpleasant feelings so much over the pleasant memories forcing the person to say something sarcastic or snarky that the person is bound to regret later. So, coming back to the iceberg. Try and visualize it and stay with me in this moment. The tip of the iceberg largely is the pre-conscious. It's like the antenna that picks up all the you know events that is happening outside and correlates it. And just beneath it, but above the waterline, what you see is called the conscious. We are aware, we are rational, and we are logical, and it is happening in the here and now. But beneath the waterline, there is a large mass, and that part of the iceberg is called as the unconscious. And the unconscious mind is the storehouse for millions of thoughts, associations, memories, and feelings that are often repressed because of the compulsion of social norms that dictate us to behave appropriately in our day-to-day -day relationships and conversations. So on most days, dictated by social norm, all of us are capable of appropriate behavior. But there could be those one-off days or those one-off moments when we are caught unawares by the impact of our unconscious mind, triggering us to say things that we regret or find embarrassing and make many a Freudian slip. And this Freudian slip, my listeners, happens because of the sudden intrusion of the unconscious mind into the conscious mind, often due to unresolved or repressed feelings that you may have had with that old friend or any other person who's in your frame of reference. Fortunately, most of these slips are forgotten, but some of them stay only to manifest again, almost as if it's asking for your attention to address them. So what can you do then if you are caught in this embarrassing moment? Here are a few suggestions for you to deal with the slip of the tongue based on the situation and your own discretion. 
firstly gauge the reaction of the other person. If there seems to be little or no reaction from their end, they have probably missed on your little slip-up. And in this case, you simply do nothing and continue with your conversation. But on the contrary, if the other person reacts to your slip-up, the wise thing to do would be to acknowledge and correct your error. Let them know what you really meant without any further cover-ups. Don't try and justify and overcompensate them with fuzzy feelings and promises because it would certainly boomerang onto you. Either way, it's best to acknowledge, apologize, and truly assess the latent meaning of this Freudian slip to you. What really was it that you were experiencing and why have you let it repress for so long? Do you know Freudian slips can happen at any time to anyone and to everyone. None of us is above board and none of us is beyond it. Therefore, a nice little easy thing to do is agree that you are susceptible, accept that when this happens, it's an error, and then realize the fact that you are human and to err is human. So don't beat yourself up on such incidents. There's never going to be an end to this it keeps happening and it can happen anytime. Hello listeners, I acknowledge that adapting to new patterns can be both complex and tough, but not impossible. Many of these emotions play out their own charade, making us feel low and lousy without actually knowing why. Through Clarity, a podcast series designed to create a safe space for conversations and reflections, I feel comfortable exposing my vulnerabilities with you and hope you find a connection, a meaning, and a way ahead just in case you experience something similar. If this episode of Reflection Through Clarity strikes a chord with you, share your story with us on our LinkedIn and Instagram page, Vital Science Consults, or on Twitter at Janvi underscore Gurja 8, and look us up at www.vitalscienceconsults.com. Until next time, this is Janvi Gurja signing off. Thank you so much for listening and being in the moment with me. Take care of yourselves because you are precious.